What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's final episode of the greatest podcast on turf of the week. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are here with our week three NFL predictions. Last night's game, this is getting uploaded Friday because our bets had to do with last night's game. So last night's game, not sure who won yet because we're recording this Tuesday, September 20th at 9.18 p.m. and 37 seconds. So, um, yeah, we're going to go through each game, do some fantasy outlook, do some predictions. And before we get into it, don't forget to like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you're new, please. It would mean a lot to us if you drop the subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button. It's free. Take zero time. You don't ever have to watch us again. Just hit that subscribe button. Um, again, like, subscribe. And real quick, before we get into any predictions, Ryan's going to tell you guys about today's sponsor. Little Italy Pizzeria. Best cheesesteaks. Best pizza. Come in. Let him cook you a cheesesteak. Let his brother, who's also been on here, cook you a sandwich, cheesesteak, cheese pizza, Best whatever the hell Mikey does. I don't know Mikey does. A little bit of everything except make pizzas. He's about where I was at a couple years ago. Just good. He's getting there. Then Mikey wash the dishes after you eat. Um, we'll make your roll while I make your cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. Um, he'll clean up the mess on the table. It's Mikey. <laughs> it is um, only Mikey. <laughs> uh, Townsend, Middletown. Check it out. Let them know that the greatest podcast on Surf Century that will take care of you. Show proof that you're subscribed that you listen to us and they will hook you up with an additional discount. But no further ado. Thursday night's game, the Schittsburg Steelers at the Cleveland Poverty Franchise Talk Browns. About the best Thursday night football game all season. The Browns are a poverty franchise. They proved it again. They prove it time and time again. At least once a year, they show they're a poverty franchise. I hate the Browns. I dislike the Browns with every ounce of dislikeness in my I heart. I used to like the Browns, and then they lost two fans just like that. Yeah, probably a lot more because I love Baker Mayfield. <laughs> um, I'm taking the Steelers in this one, though. I can't see the Steelers losing Thursday night. And the line of this game is what? As we're four recording, it's four and a half. Way too much. That's way too much. The Browns are not that good. Their offense is so one-dimensional. I don't care if Amari Cooper had one good game. I don't give a shit. It was against the Jets, who were bad. Um, give me Pittsburgh in this one. I think they're going to bounce back. Um, we may even see some Kenny franchise Thursday night, depending on how the way Money Mitch goes out and plays. But now I'm taking the Steelers in this one, and it's really not close. The Browns are a poverty franchise. Um, I'm also taking the Steelers in this one. I, I like the Steelers personally. It's at Cleveland, so usually I go that way, especially if I don't know. But Steelers have owned the Cleveland Browns since the dawn of time. Yeah. Um, I like the Steelers team more than I like the Cleveland Browns. Four and a half, that's that's the way. That's It's way too much. Four and a half is yeah. way too much. Uh, if you think Cleveland wins, that's fine. I have no problem with that. But four and a half is absolutely way too much. So that's pretty much that's my lock of the week. There's no, there's no, no way in hell. At uh, AFC North game with two shitty quarterbacks, one team outscores by four. I just I don't see it. No. I'm still rocking with the Steelers, though, winning. But, yeah, in terms of fantasy this week, you have the running backs on both sides, obviously, and that's probably really it. Uh, Pat Frymuth yeah. has been a top 10 tight end this year. Getting a ton of targets. So if you didn't draft a tight end, Pat Frymuth is definitely a startable. This next game That's might it. be game of the week. Bills Dolphins in Miami. It could either be game of the week or another blowout. Yeah. Um, I'm rocking Buffalo on this one. Buffalo's looked unstoppable through two weeks. They ran through the Rams week one, and they demolished the Titans last night when we're recording this. Um, yeah, the Dolphins look good as well. They came back against the Ravens, but it was kind of a sloppy start. And if you're playing against a team in Buffalo and you have a bad start and you let them get up early with their defense playing as good as they've been and the fact that their offense is so good, that can't happen. I'm rocking with Buffalo on this one. They're going to hand Miami their first loss of the year. And I'm the, as a Patriots fan, it sucks, but I'm a big Buffalo guy. I think they're due for a Super Bowl this year. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a Dolphins guy at all. I'm rocking with Buffalo in this one, and I don't think it's close. I don't think Miami has a shot realistically. 
Um, a large part of me wanted to go to Miami, but then I realized like I should be smart, <laughs> especially that we're in a competition on predictions. Uh, so I went with Buffalo. I love Miami. I've been rocking with Miami for since the dawn of time, and Not I could sure see why. Miami winning this game just because of how good Tua and Waddle are. But I got to go with Buffalo. Uh, I feel like that defense is going to be too much for Tua. There is a world where it's not, and Miami rocks them. I could see it because Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the best receiving core in football. Yep. I'm surprised you agreed. I thought you'd go with the Bengals. I mean, yeah, as much as I want to say the Bengals, but the way that Miami's receivers have been performing so far, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, I can't really say otherwise. I mean, they've been, they're the top two fan. They're receiver one and receiver two in fantasy football through two weeks of the season. I know there's not a much of a, like, um, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Like, there's not much of a. There's not like a lot of, there's not a large sample size. Yes, right? yes, sample size. Yes, there's not a large sample size. But still, I'll give credit where credit's due. The Dolphins receivers have been very good. I think this could be a high-scoring game for both sides, but I think Buffalo pulls it out. In terms of fantasy, you got the Dolphins receivers. I'm sitting Tua this week. Starting Josh Allen, obviously. Diggs, obviously. Starting Gabe Davis. Sitting Chase Edmonds this week. I think you start Tua if you're down bad enough, personally. I'm Uh, still not trading for him, Matt. I'm sorry, but it's not happening. Um, Next up on the list, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Jets. I took the Bengals just because I really can't see them starting 0-3 and losing to the Jets again back-to-back years. It's just it's a hard picture for me to try and paint in my head that the Cincinnati Bengals start out 0-3. Um, so I'm rocking with Cincy in this one. I know it's not saying much. The Jets, um, they've looked okay the past few weeks. Joe Flacco's looked pretty good. But no, I think this is Cincy's finally week. They're going to get a win and start to get their season back on track. And what better game to do it against the Jets, who have been very inconsistent this season already. I literally have the same exact opinion. I took Cincy because I can't see them going 0-3. Uh, T. Higgins is, well, he was back last week, but he's back again this week. Jamar Chase. I think the offensive, offensive line does a lot better against the Jets than they did against the Cowboys and Steelers. So that's kind of what I'm banking on in this one also. Yeah. Uh, Jets... They've been decent on offense, but I think I really do believe that since he has to have success on offense against the Jets defense. Absolutely. Um, in terms of fantasy, the Bengals, you can start all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in terms of the Jets, Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, you can arguably start. Yeah. Next up on the list, the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders at the Tennessee Titans. Talk about a shitter game. Give me the Raiders. The Titans are a poverty franchise. Ryan Tannehill got benched because he's bad. Um, Derrick Henry can't get going. Although this would be the week where he does get going against a Raiders defense that's been very inconsistent through the first two weeks. But I'm rocking with the Raiders this one. The Titans are a poverty franchise. I was right about Ryan Tannehill. He sucks. He got carried by A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. Now they have no offensive line, and he's not worth a damn. Give me the Raiders in this one big. I changed. I literally just changed. I went with the Titans. Why? I'll bet you. I'll bet. <laughs> <laughs> you seem way too eager. Um, I'll literally I'll put 20 on it. Yeah, relax. Relax. Yeah, I'll relax. put 10 on it. Relax. Pockets just ain't running deep? Yeah, sure. Um, Listen, these pockets running deep, baby. Got my entire savings in my wallet right now. <laughs> these pockets are running deep. There's, ones, there's ones in there. Um, I'm rocking yeah. with the Titans because, one, they're the home team. Two, the Raiders, it seems like they like losing football games. Uh I think Derrick Henry could, in theory, uh, 
do something this week. I think that Ryan Tannehill is fighting for his job. So if he's going to have a good week, it's got to be this one. Home, I think Traylon Burks could do something pretty good. I don't know what my man's doing over okay, there. My money's I know you hear it in the mic, too. Oh, my I know God. I did not even think about that. I am sorry. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, dickhead. That's bad. I'm sorry. money on the podcast right in front of the mic. I'm going with the Titans, though. I think Ryan Tannehill has to have a week. If he does, it's this week. Maybe Malik Willis comes in. I don't know. I don't give a damn. I'm rocking with the Titans. They're at home. The Raiders are leaving much to be desired. I think that if the Titans lock down Devontae Adams to take a similar approach to what the Cardinals did, make the Raiders one-dimensional in terms of God knows because I don't think they're that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think the Titans can win at home. The AFC South is absolutely horrible. So the Titans are going to win this week and become the first seed. That's a bet. What, you want, what do we bet on a Saints-Carolina game? I'll Five. bet that. Five. We can do that. Deal. I'll so, let you get your money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of fantasy, I part of me really wanted to say sit Darren Waller just because he was literally out-snapped by Foster Moreau last week. Uh... But nah, he's back. He's fine. He's back. He's fine. Now, nah, I think the Raiders win this one big. Fantasy guys, um, obviously Derrick Henry, maybe Traylon Burks if you're down bad enough. Devontae Adams, obviously. I would like consider trading for Traylon Burks. Really? I'm trying to shop Darren Waller in the league. I have him in. Next up, speaking of the well, Panthers. You got him in. The one that we're not together in. Oh, <laughs> Literally the one. Because I need a tight end in like every league. <laughs> the one league we're not in together is the league I have Darren Waller in. Um... Carolina Saints. The only reason I took Carolina here is because we made a bet before the season started on this game, and I just can't retract on it because I would just look like an asshole. But if Carolina wins yep. somehow, um, I'll make my money. I'll make five bucks. Maybe <laughs> ten. Maybe ten, yeah. Um, I'm going with the Saints here in this one. I think the Saints are a better football team, especially on defense. Kamara might be back. Yeah. Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry. I like that receiving core. I take that receiving core over probably half the receiving cores in football. Probably. Um, James Winston just has to connect the dots. James Winston is terrible. He's so <laughs> bad. James Winston sucks. The whole line is decent. Uh, the defense is pretty good. Is Lattimore suspended? Or is he no, he didn't, he didn't really fight. So, yeah, I mean, so he's, he's, he's we're good. Got so, yeah. Saints, Saints by 40. Um, the Carolina Panthers' problem is they don't have a coach that's worth a goddamn. He was a temple for a reason. Um. <laughs> And, and Baylor, but it's, it's fine. They don't have an offensive line. And I mean, what did he do at Baylor? Third place in the Big 12? No, nah, he had that one season. He was on the season where they won the Big 12. Mm, whatever, don't care. It wasn't saying much. Or like when they lost it, I don't know. Yep. He was he was on a good team at Baylor. Matt Rule sucks, though, though and their offensive line is not worth literally anything. But if the Panthers pull it out, hey, maybe I win. Got it. I hate this game. I, I mean, looking back, I thought the Panthers were going to start out a lot better, but their coaching and their offensive line play has been very, 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 very bad. I hate their coach. Me too. Go back to college. Yep. Go pull a Chip Kelly and go coach in the Pac-12 somewhere. And win a we'll never think about you ever again. I promise you, nobody cares about you, man. <laughs> You're a bad coach. Um... <laughs> Okay. Next up is a pretty good game. Um, the Patriots have had the Ravens number the past two years. I think they're two and zero against them in the past two years, which I mean is pretty good. But with that being said, the game is in New England, and I'm rocking with the Ravens in this one. The Ravens' defense has been very good. The Patriots' offense has looked very bad. 
Um, the Ravens' offense has looked very good, but somehow Bill Belichick always knows how to play defense against Lamar Jackson. So if the Patriots win, I'll be happy as a Patriots fan, and I'll be happy to bite the bullet and take this loss on my pickums. But, no, nah, I'm rocking with the Ravens in this one. The Ravens look so good against Miami last week. They've been a team that's really been good. Again, I say it every time we talk about it, and they were the forgotten team in this division. Lamar Jackson, he should have been paid, like, yesterday. Lamar Jackson has showed he's not afraid to throw the ball downfield. He can accurately throw the deep ball while still making plays while running the ball. It's been the Lamar Jackson show in Baltimore for the past couple weeks of the season so far. So I don't think it changes this week against the Patriots. So I'm taking the Ravens going up against my favorite team, the New England Patriots. I'm also taking the Ravens. I've heard that this Patriots offense has sucked. Yep. Heard that since training camp. Kind of saw yep. weeks one and two. Well, it's when you have a washed defensive coordinator calling your offense, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah. Down to be terrible. Heard Jacoby Myers don't even like the DR offense, and he's on the squad. Yeah. So I feel like the Ravens defense should be able to eat up this Patriots offense. That's really just I. There's nobody good on the offense. I don't know. Yeah. Like am I an asshole? No, I wouldn't disagree. With you. <laughs> I mean, um, they got to do a lot of work on the offense. Their defense is fine. I could see this being a low-scoring game, but I'm giving it to the Ravens. I think the Ravens just have. Like, if you list out the best players in this game, you're going to say a lot of Ravens before you start saying Patriots. Yeah. And, I mean, that's just Matt so Judon unfortunate. Matt Judon though, baby. I did forget about Matt. Matt Judon would be one of the guys that you named, but it's a lot of Ravens, one Patriot, and it's like that. Podcast exclusive, you heard it here first. Ramondre Stevenson might be a sneaky start this week if you're truly down bad. <laughs> if, you're, if, if you are really down, down that bad, bad where Ramondre Stevenson, you may have to start him. Start him this week. This is the week. There is going to be a week where he breaks out. It's just and a matter of It is of this week time. because, yeah, it's this this week. I'm feeling it. Um, But, yeah, fantasy purposes, the Ravens, obviously. Bateman, Andrews, Lamar. If J.K. Dobbins plays, sit J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, do not play him. Patriots have... Their one bright spot this year has been that they've been pretty good against the run. Yeah. I mean, they and shut down Jackie Edmonds Robbins. week one, and they shut down Najee week two. So, I mean, yeah, but now I'm rocking with the Ravens this one. Next up. You could start Nelson Aguilar if you're like. If, you, if you're starting Nelson Aguilar, I'm <laughs> sorry, and you need to go make some trades. Daily fantasy, you're like, yeah, He's cheap. Probably you know what I mean? So. Yeah, he's probably very cheap. Um. Lions at the Vikings. I took Detroit this one. I like the spread in this one, too. Detroit six-point underdogs. I like it. They've been in two close games this year. They won one. They lost one to the Eagles, who have been one of the best teams in football this year. The Vikings just got slaughtered last night by the Philadelphia Eagles. The Lions have looked good running the ball, throwing the ball. And Detroit, I mean, Detroit. the Vikings' defense really hasn't looked that great. I mean, they've gotten ran all over the past two weeks. The Eagles dotted them up last night. And, I mean, I'm not saying Detroit is as good as the Eagles' offense, but, I mean, they've been playing – they haven't been playing bad. DeAndre Swift's been one of the best running backs in the league. Jamal Williams has been doing his thing. Amon Ross St. Brown has been one of the best receivers in fantasy football. And the best the receiver in, in these, the next Jerry Rice. Yeah. Especially when he's against me. And who called that? Here's I'm a sharp. Truly, I guess. I'm a sharp. Um, but now I'm rocking with the Lions this one. I don't, I mean, I think the Vikings definitely came back down to earth after that week one win. I think this will be a high scoring game just because, I mean, neither defense is really all that. The Lions defense has looked good, especially up in the front seven. And Amani Orwari has been a stud. But other than that, I mean, I can see this being a high scoring game. And I think the Lions pull this one out against the Vikings. Um, I'm taking the Vikings in this one and I will bet you on that one if you are, um, if your pockets are feeling good. 
I probably not. That's fair. I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'm taking the Vikings in this one. I think they bounce back after the week two blowout to the Eagles. I think there's a chance for the Eagles are just a good football team. Uh, they beat the Packers week one. I think that was a pretty good game. This is going back home. Kirk Cousins just sucks at nighttime. That's just a proven fact. The <laughs> lights are bright. Do need sunglasses or something. I don't he know. He was seeing ghosts last night against Philly. <laughs> and, and now he's going up crazy. against the Lions. And I don't think that the Lions defense should scare Kirk Cousins that much. So I'm firing up Kirk Cousins. I'm firing up the Vikings. I think they're going to beat the Lions this week. They got the best players in the game, and I think they'll make it happen. I'll put five on it. In terms of fantasy, the Vikings, uh, the main three. Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, you can all start. Yeah. In terms of the Lions, Amin Dre Ra, Swift, Amon Ra. Hawkinson, if you drafted him because you drafted him way too high. <laughs> yup. Like a dummy. Um, Just like we said not to. Or you can drop Hawkinson, and I, I wouldn't pick him up if he was out there, if we're being honest. It's fair. I mean, I wouldn't really expect you to. He had a couple bad drops. Dude sucks. Dude, it was bad. He had a couple really bad drops. He was good in Iowa. My man was coming out of uh, tight end U. And Him just... and Noah Fant were on the same team. I know. It was like Kittle, Noah Fant, Hawkinson, and it was only... In the same draft class. Like two first-round tight ends in one draft. Like, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. And Kittle was like right before him. Iowa was producing tight ends for like a brief moment. Yeah. They kind of shit the bed. Speaking of Philly, Eagles at Washington. Give me the birds. Give me the birds and it ain't close. Go birds, baby. Fly, Eagles, fly. That defense is going to be all over Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, Washington um, lost to Detroit last week. Their offensive line looked really bad. Yeah. Against a rookie, Aiden Hutchinson. Just imagine what Hassan Reddick, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham are going to do to Carson Wentz. Or Carson Wentz is going to dot him up and we're going to be assholes. And it is the Carson Wentz revenge game. Yeah. Are you starting starting Curtis Samuel or Jahan Dotson this week? If I get jo- if I get Dotson off the waivers in one league, I put him in for him. I'm probably gonna start him. I mean, I think Dotson's gonna be the receiver two over Curtis Samuel, just because. I mean, I mean, yeah, they've been using Curtis Samuel in a lot of different ways, and sure, hopefully, they all three can make it work, especially with their lack of run game. But if I had to pick one, I'm probably leaning more towards Dotson in terms of season long. But I mean, I if you had to start either of these guys this week, I wouldn't hate it. I think Dotson's the better receiver, and I ain't saying much, but I think Curtis Samuel might be used more. Well, yeah, so it's really just a matter of Debo role. So it's like, how I mean, do you want the Debo on the Washington football team? I don't know. Do you want right the, now? You right now you want both. Right now you're yeah. firing them up, um, especially with Terry McLaurin really not having his breakout game yet. He had one. He had, week one he had like a touchdown, but yeah. So far, I mean, they've been decent. Carson Wentz could be a decent streamer if he's not against the Eagles. So. Yeah. This week probably not, but future weeks. I'd be cool with rocking with them. This next game will be short and sweet. Chiefs at Colts. Give me the Chiefs minus six and a half. Lock it in. The Colts are bad. They got shut out by the Jags last week, and they tied with the Texans. Um, Matt Ryan has looked like Matt Ryan. Not as good as I thought. Their defense has been very, very, very bad. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to go dot them up this week. I think the Chiefs are going to score a lot of points and win the football game. So give me the Chiefs big in this one. That's why I took them a minus six and a half on yesterday's best bets. I'm taking the Chiefs also. The Colts have looked like absolute shit, and the Chiefs have looked like a really good football team. It's going to be Chiefs-Bills on over there on the AFC side. Um, in terms of fantasy, you can start Pat Mahomes, Travis Kels, and Clydesdale. In terms of the Colts, you can literally only start Jonathan Taylor, and that's it. Michael Pittman. Oh, yeah, my bad. I'm an asshole. Pittman is I, didn't, back. I forgot about Michael Pittman because he was hurt last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bears, Texans, give me starting the Texans anybody in this one. <laughs> no, uh-huh. ain't starting Brandon Cook. Uh, Damian Pierce, maybe. 
I think you can if your team's like that. Give me if the, you have a receiver, Abby, you can plug him in. Give me the Texans in this one. Um, I think the Bears are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Texans hung in there against the Broncos last week. They almost beat the Colts week one. They're finally due for a win. Davis Mills has looked very good. The Bears have looked... Eh. Defense looks good. Yeah. Jaquan Brisker looks like a really good pick. Yeah. Great value in the second round. The rest of the team looks so bad. Yeah. I ain't starting. I don't want anybody in fantasy. It's not named Damian Pierce. Maybe David Montgomery, just because Javante had like 75 yards. He had like almost 100 total yards. And Melvin Gordon still did his thing. But now I'm taking the Texans in this one. They're three-point underdogs, and they're the home team. Or no, they're in Chicago. They're three-point underdogs. It's pretty much just Bears getting three points because they are the home team. Give me the Texans in this one. I think they win. Chicago's a bad team. I thought they were in Houston. Didn't you write it down like they were in Houston? I wrote Bears versus Texans, but I wrote F for everybody else. So I think it's in... I'm it's worth a Google. 90% sure it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm taking the Texans also. I think the Texans are just a better football team. Justin Fields, he's trying. He's trying his hardest, but I just don't think that there's much that man can do. There's literally nobody around him. It's Justin Fields going up against 11 guys, and he has nobody on his side. Um, I'm taking the Texans in this one. In terms of fantasy, I think Damian Pierce could have a game where he's Puts up RB2 numbers, uh, but until then, I, I don't even know. This game sucks. <laughs> I'm ready next to move game. on to this next crappy game that we're about to talk Jags about. Jags at the Chargers. My heart really, 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 really. I put five on it. No. My heart really, really wanted to take the Jags in this one, but the Chargers have looked very good. Now, if Justin Herbert is out, which I haven't really heard much about it. Have you heard anything about him? Uh, Wednesday is when he goes back to practice, but his his ribs are broken. Okay, so if Justin Herbert's out this week, I'm slamming the Jags. And if, I feel like they'll still lose. I'll, if Justin Herbert's out and you want to take the Chargers, I'll put 20 on it. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't think I'm willing to put 20 on Chase Daniel. <laughs> That's fine. I'll put 5 on it. 10 on him here. Um... But no, nah, I mean, if the if the Chargers are healthy, if Herbert plays, give me them. Their offensive line has looked bad, which is kind of scary if you have Justin Herbert, especially with him playing with broken ribs. Yeah. And especially if you have Austin Eckler in fantasy, it's not another good sign. Um, I mean, Zion Johnson's looked really good. Corey Lindsley's Corey Lindsley. Slater, Slater. But other than that, they have two giant gaping holes on the offensive line. Yeah, maybe they can make a trade at the deadline. Maybe. I mean, usually people don't trade, or teams don't trade for players, but... I mean, you got to do deadline, what you got to do. You could probably bring in a veteran, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Um, I'm taking the Chargers in this one, but a suit, But obviously, if, if Justin Herbert play, doesn't play, I'm changing to the Jags, and I'm saying it now. But we'll find out more later in the week. We are doing these predictions again Tuesday, and this isn't yeah. coming out till Friday. Yeah. A lot can change since then, so just take it with a grain of salt. Um, I have my night class this week. That's why we couldn't record tomorrow night, because I have class from 5.30 to 10.30 p.m., unfortunately. Yeah. But, no, nah, I'm not going with the Chargers in this one, unfortunately. Fortunately. I'm taking the Chargers also. Uh, Wednesday, you want to look at Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert to see what their plans are. But you got to rock with the Chargers. They're like seven-point yeah. favorites. They're just a better football team. Defense is better. Offense is better. Chargers could win the Super Bowl, technically, in yep. theory. So uh, give me the Chargers in this one. In terms of fantasy, the Chargers, James Robinson, Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk, if you have to. I mean, you kind of have to. The way Christian Kirk is like Brandon Cooks. He just like yeah. don't want to at all. But you're like, damn, this guy puts up numbers. 
Um, bless you, sir. Thank you. Um, Rams at Cardinals. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. I think that the Rams win this game. I love the Cardinals. I love Kyler Murray. He's been playing great. But I think the Rams defense has a field day against the bad Cardinals offensive line and the lack of weapons they have on offense. I think the Rams offense also has a field day against the piss-poor Cardinals defense. So I'm going with the Rams in this one. I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Huh. Why? Don't know. Don't know. So I said this last week. Because you hate Matt Stafford. And I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like Kyler Murray. Cardinals are at home two weeks in a row, back-to-back. I can't even tell you players to make this sound like <laughs> Isaiah Simmons, dog, Kyler Murray, dog, and that's about it. Yep. Um, James Conner might even be out. There's literally no reason for me to pick the Arizona Cardinals besides the fact that I like Kyler Murray and I hate Matt Stafford, and I'm willing to be petty enough to lose a pick on my pick to do so. It's fine. Yeah, I respect it. Next up, Packers, Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Why? Tom Brady. Don't care. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks also. Uh, if Aaron it was Rogers in Green sucks. Bay, I would have took the Packers. Not sure why. Tom Brady runs Green Bay. At home, defense usually shows up. Bucks defense will show up. Packers have literally two weapons. That's AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. Bucks, oh, Bucks only have one, I guess. <laughs> Tom Brady counts. It's like Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Come on. And their defense is good. So give me the Bucks. Dude, I don't know. I hate this game. I'm taking the Bucs because they're the home team. That's literally the only In reason. terms of fantasy, if you're down bad enough, Julio and the three running backs in this game, the Packers, two, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and Leonard Fournette. Yep. Don't start the quarterbacks. You can start the defenses probably. but Yeah, I mean, if you have the starter quarterback, it's probably Tom Brady out of the two. Dude, I don't even know. God, Tom Brady's a, been bad the first two weeks. It's In a terms tough of call. fantasy, he's been shit. It's a tough call. If you can avoid these quarterbacks this week, go ahead and sit I'd rather start Carson Wentz. And just watch him get shitted against <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch Tom Brady put up a measly 15 points. Tom Brady's not put up 15 points this season yet. I'm glad I don't fucking have Tom <laughs> He's Brady. He's put up like 9 and 10. Um, and I don't, even, I don't know what Rodgers been putting up, but Carson Wentz, I think, is outscored in both weeks. Next up, <laughs> this is a game I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons at the Seahawks. I like the Falcons in this one. I took Seattle. I'll put 5 on it. We gotta make sure we write this down because I already forget half of them. I was gonna um, say while you're explaining this, I'll text. Seattle's the home them. team. <laughs> Is that the only reason? Yeah. Um, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, I guess, with Thomas Rawls, aka Rashad Penny, in the backfield. I think the Seattle defense is okay. Dude, I, I honestly don't know, but the Falcons are traveling all the way across the country to go play in Seattle, and that is legitimately the only reason I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, also... We have three bets this Also, didn't the Falcons play the Rams in L.A.? Yeah. So what? They had to go L.A. back to Atlanta? Or do you think they stayed in the hotel? Throwing it out there? They're probably not comfortable right now. They're probably a little tired. Seattle's fresh, though. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Um, <laughs> Marcus Mariota's okay. better than Geno Smith. Cordero Patterson's better than any running back on the Seattle Seahawks roster. Give me Drake London, who's been playing good. Give me Kyle Pitts. Give me the Falcons defense. Give me Will Disley over Kyle Pitts. In what world? You- <laughs> he got more fantasy points this year. All right. Um, I'm t- I, no, I like the Falcons in this one. Um, why? Don't know. I just think the Seahawks are one of the worst teams in the league. Like I said, the week their week one game against Denver was their Super Bowl. That's as literally as good as it's ever going to get for them this season. And I'm rocking with the Falcons in this one. I think they're due for a win. They've been in two close games. I think I'm taking Seattle. And that's fine. The Falcons don't like winning football games. That's fine. We have five hours on it. That is fine. Um, next up, this 
Oh, fantasy wise, Drake London. Uh, dude, I don't even care. If you're yeah, starting these guys, I'm starting start. Drake London this week. Um, if I yeah, I guess I didn't trade him to you since everybody was bitching. 49ers at Broncos. Give me the Niners. Niners are back. Jimmy G's back. Super Bowl season. Back. Um, the Broncos have just been so bad. Their coach, Nathaniel Hackett, is a bad football coach. I don't know how he got the job. I I mean, it's just it's, it pains me to talk I, about I, the Broncos. Why don't they go get Peyton Manning or something? I was so high on the Broncos coming into this year, but they've just been very bad. A measly one and one Barely pulled it out against the Houston Texans. The Niners have looked good. I mean, Jimmy G looked good. I know it was against the Seahawks, who have a bad defense, but Jimmy G is still Jimmy G. This is probably going to be a defensive slugfest, if I had to guess. No. Jimmy G scores points and gets touchdowns. Monitor For this game, you want to monitor Pat Sertan's status, and you want to monitor, monitor Jerry Judy's status, obviously, if you have those guys in fantasy. But, nah, I mean, I'm rocking with the Niners in this one. Do I love this game? No. Is this an ugly game? Probably, but now I'm rocking with San Fran. This is damn near a lock of the week, especially if my man Kittle comes back. You better hope so. Kittle, Devo, Jimmy G. Give me Brian. Vintage Niners are back. Give me Brian and I. Vintage Niners. I might put them in my survivor pool. Give me the Niners over the Broncos. Huge in this one. In terms of fantasy, though, you have to start Russell Wilson. You got to start Javante. You got to start Cortland Sutton. For the Niners, probably wouldn't hate if you started Jeff Wilson, um, Debo, obviously. If you need to stream a quarterback, Jimmy G might not be a bad option. Kittle, if he plays, obviously. Um, Niners. Brandon Ayuk. Back. Brandon Ayuk, I wouldn't hate either. I don't know why I'm still on that train. but <laughs> Just on that train by yourself. You just like to have a train by yourself. So I was beyond the <laughs> ride. Matt Stafford train worked pretty good for me, so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. There was people on the Matt Stafford. The Matt Stafford train was freaking huge, and that's why I hated Matt Stafford. <laughs> but there was um, nobody on the Amarasi. You were literally by yourself, so props to you on that one. Coach was the only one, because Coach drafted him around ahead of me in fantasy, and I was so mad. I was like, that motherfucker. And I think he dropped him. He did. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> and the last game, the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. I took the Giants in this one. Why? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Dallas's defense has looked pretty good. Cooper Cup, Cooper Rush hasn't looked terrible in prime time. Um, why did I take the Giants? Because they're the home team. There you go. What else to me? I'll steal that one. I'll steal that one from you. I took them because they're the home team. I don't even blame you. Uh, I went with Dallas because they have the better defense. Honestly, like Cooper Rush probably isn't that much worse than Daniel Jones, if we're being honest. Saquon Barkley is. Better than Zeke and Tony Pollard, but I honestly believe that Tony Pollard and Zeke will have better numbers than Saquon this week, just because of the fact that I think our defense will kind of slow down Saquon a pretty good bit. Uh, Brian Dabble still isn't playing Kadarius Tony, who's their best player receiver. I mean, um, uh, yeah, uh, I think Dallas has success on offense with Ceedee Lamb and Noah Brown. Dallas, and I think Dallas wins this one at the Giants in terms of fantasy. CD Lamb. Saquon, because you probably have Saquon. to. Saquon. Um, if you were, like, ballsy enough to pick up Noah Brown, I mean, why not? Yeah. Am I doing it? No. Absolutely fucking Lily not. But if you do it, props to you. Maybe even Dallas's, de- Dallas's defense. If- oh, I do have Dallas's defense. I did pick them up. Dallas. Because I, th- I feel like Daniel Jones is this. 
the perfect guy to get strip sacked by D-Law and taken back by Micah Parsons for a touchdown. I can just envision it happening. So, Dallas defense, I think you can start. Yeah. Um, any other predictions? Any other locks? Mm-hmm. I think that's about it. And that's going to wrap up this week's last episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. We'll be back next week at the beginning of the week with our weekly recap episode and with our waiver wire pickups. Be sure to check them episodes out. We uploaded almost every day this week, so go check out any uploads you missed. Subscribe to us for the number one fantasy football advice that you'll find anywhere, the number one betting advice you'll find anywhere. And we, we are sharks. We know what we're doing. We are the greatest podcast on turf. It's literally in the name. And we will see you guys next week. See you. Peace.